This is Michelle. This is Mia. And this is Cassie. And, and we know what you did on Fear Street. Oh, it's been a very, very crazy last two weeks. I like can't brain right now. Uh, this is going to be our third and final book in the Summer of Saga. The Fear Street Saga has come to an end, at least the original one, mm-hmm. with the seat. Nope, that was last time. With the burning. I don't know why, but I keep thinking the third one is the secret. I keep thinking the first one is the burning. Yeah, that would have. Sorry. That would have made sense. That's, I was actually thinking that as this book was ending, that they should have called that one, the first one, The Burning, and the second one, The Secret, and the last one should have been The Betrayal. Who was betrayed in the last one, though? I don't know that <coughs> anyone was, to be honest, but... Well, Susanna was definitely betrayed in the first one. True, so maybe... So maybe the first one is the betrayal and this one should be, I don't know. This one had a secret. It had a lot of secrets. Simon was like, nope, not going to tell anybody. Except for this random girl I've known a few weeks. (laughs) Simon is nuts. Oh my God. He is not the Simon of Wickham. (laughs) He conveniently forgot that he was that person. Yeah. He lost his damn mind. And all of his money, apparently. Oh my god, I... Okay, seriously, I made that note like 14 times. Where the hell did his money go? Yeah, where's all that Fear Street money, yo? He can't afford a ruffle shirt now? I have a theory about that. Alright, can't wait. Um, so let's get... Let's get started. Uh, we, we start with the cover, right? Yeah. What is that knife? Who, what, is that the sword? Mm, maybe. I don't remember, oh. I don't remember it saying it was ornate. Me neither. What is this thing? There was the, the dagger in the last book, but. Yeah, there but was, it's not the last book. Right, yeah, I mean, there was no dagger in this book. Maybe it's the sword. Um... This looks like something that you use to perform human sacrifices with. <laughs> like, this is what a uh, this is what Matthew Fear has all up in his secret room. The um, jewels on it look like those like dots candy that come on the big <laughs> sheet. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yes, and yes, they do. Yeah, they do not look like actual gems. Like, somebody just drew, like, dots. So, is this Jank, like, Nora, or is this Angelica? I think it's Nora. I assume it's Nora and Daniel. She doesn't look evil enough to be Angelica. True. Who's the bride? Also Nora. Also Nora. Still Nora. Although, why is she in a wedding dress? She didn't wear a wedding dress. She it was blue. She married. Nobody wore a wedding dress in the entire series, did they? I don't think so. I'm yeah, sure no. It did. They just didn't show it. Right. I mean, lots of people wore wedding dresses, and every goddamn fear got married if they weren't killed. So. Well, they got to continue that fear line. 
They do. Else the curse dies or something. Yeah. How dare the curse die? So this is the same girl as the first and the second one, right? Or it's supposed to be? I don't think so. Like they have the same hair they color. Look completely different though. But they have the same hair color. Yeah, but I don't know. <laughs> I think the the first one and this one look alike, but the second one looks totally different. I always think the first one was Nora. I think yeah. this one's supposed to be Nora too. Right. But they look nothing alike. I still think it's supposed to be Nora. Okay, but like her jawline <laughs> and her nose is totally different. Well, complain to what's his name? Who? I don't know. Oh wait, I was thinking the Sweet Valley High guy. <laughs> I don't think they have the same model. Who's the guy who does this one? Bill Schmidt. Yeah, Bill Schmidt. Oh, Bill. Yep, Bill Schmidt. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he reads these. <laughs> <laughs> no, I definitely don't think he reads these uh, books that were written for 12-year-old girls. Well, if you're going to design the cover art, shouldn't you read the book? <clears throat> I think we both all know that that doesn't play into this. <laughs> okay. Oh, I should probably apologize to everybody who's going to listen to me. I have the worst cough in the world, and I can't stop it, so I'm really sorry. Why are you always sick? I'm not sick. No. Terrible allergies. You're always sneezing, coughing, like, throat hurting. Welcome to my life. <laughs> Make it stop. I edited... Yes, I like it. I wanted <laughs> to do this on purpose. The two most edited things out of the last episode where you're coughing and my like blah, 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 blah. So. I can't believe you even managed to edit my coughing like it's so bad <laughs> like, what you're saying is I'm winning this podcast oh yes. shut up <laughs> yes Michelle you are the best talker <laughs> we already knew that <laughs> alright anything else about this nah. uh, is Fear Mansion like super pretty it's like blue and I know. Why are they saying it was dingy and dark? Or yeah. like I never thought of it as being that happy looking. I never thought of it as green. No. I thought of it as like definitely like dark brown. Or at least like white with black. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I saw white, just like a simple basic white. I think I always pictured like the house of seven gate was the House of Seven Gables? Yeah. Yeah, that's blue, though. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, it's like a blue-gray. Oh, uh, yeah, but it's like a super dark. Or, you know, it's like a, it's not like a happy color. True. That's what color my house is now, now that it's painted. It's like a navy blue. I was just talking to my landlord about the, the color, because he picked it out. He's very proud of it. All right. Anything else about this? No. Nope. Then we turn it onto the back. So my Cassie. book looks like it was in some sort of bad things happening to it. Belle's uh, <laughs> oh, no. book looks like it spent some time with the Bible in that hidden room. Oh shit! <laughs> yeah, it looks like it was in the room whenever a girl got stabbed. Oh something. yeah, it like blood is not. <coughs> so I must have spilled pop on it. That's oh shit. Um, my book is actually brand new. Oh. I was bad and did not order from Thriftbooks in time, so I had to order this from Amazon Prime. Oh. So I got a brand new mass market paperback. 
Interesting. Yeah, Wait, what is it the same cover though? Yeah, yeah, it's the same color. I thought it was gonna be the like newer, like early two thousands redesign, but yeah. it's not. It's the the original cover. That's awesome. Yeah. So No, mine's like straight out of nineteen ninety three with spillage. <laughs> yeah. What did what do the redesigns look like? I don't think we discussed that. Well, well, the one is the paper dolls yeah. that our logo comes from. Oh, that's like a, but that's like the, that's trilogy. all three of That's a trilogy. Right. <coughs> but I do know, I think the last one is like a house on fire, but it's the same style as the paper dolls. Okay. Like that. Oh, so it's like, like a paper house style? Yeah, I think so. All right, Cass, you want to read the back? Sure. the end and the beginning simon fear thought changing his name would stop the evil he was wrong dead wrong after generations of unspeakable horror it is up to daniel and nora brought together by their fateful love to unite the feuding families But is their forbidden love strong enough to withstand such an awesome evil? Poor Nora, desperate to tell the truth and bury the family curse before it buries her. Bum, bum, bum. Um, I love that Simon Fear thought that he could escape an evil curse. By changing his name from F-I-E-R to F-E-A-R. <laughs> you literally, like, what? It doesn't spell fire anymore. Right. That was his, that was his reasoning. Right. To, like, Simpson. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Nobody with the last name Simpson has ever had an evil curse on them. I mean, maybe. Except maybe Bart. <laughs> but anywho, just so y'all know, we're not entertaining enough for Mia. She's sitting here playing a game. Oh. <laughs> I had a very long week, and I am listening to you and talking just as much as you do. She's sitting here playing some Candy Crush shit. <laughs> basically what it is. It's not Candy Crush, but it's something like that. And I was already playing this while I was waiting for you to get off the phone. Listen, I already uh-huh. won the podcast, so don't play <laughs> Oh, God. You should have never told her that, Cassie. <laughs> She's never going to let us hear the end of it. <laughs> true i'm sorry i regret everything ah you should <laughs> words out <laughs> so the fear family tree yes is missing people is it yes like for instance in this book they mention how brandon had a son yeah who is not on this right. tree. They were, i was like and i'm assuming that means he also had a wife also not on this family tree. Yeah. He's not important. He was important enough for them to mention he had a kid. Yeah. Plus, there was, like, way more people at the top than are there, I feel. Definitely. Oh, yeah. Well, they, they stopped having, like, multiple kids. No, they didn't. Simon and Angelica were popping out kids like nobody's business. I think they have the most. Except for when it's convenient. Yeah. Like five kids, damn. Yeah, they had a lot of kids. Yeah. Maybe that's why she went crazy. 
<laughs> Probably. But of course I was looking at this family tree and I was like, oh shit, Julia and Hannah didn't marry, didn't have kids. They so dead. <laughs> yeah. Did both Kate and Elizabeth die in the last one? Um, no. The one didn't. One had the knitting needle. Yeah. And the other one didn't die, right? Right, right. Okay, also... My so co- where is she? Okay. <laughs> Probably in the... <laughs> he, he put her in an asylum and left. Yeah, He's that's like, what I was... Yeah, Simon was like, um, we're not related anymore. <laughs> you stay here. Uh, it sounds like Simon. Yeah. Somebody on, on Twitter said it wasn't right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 that's right. And I believe them. Yeah. But that web, the Angel Fire website, yes, I just said Angel Fire website in 2018, <laughs> um, has the whole thing now. Oh, okay. That website is extensive someone yeah. had a lot of time on their hands someone's like, amazing like I, when was this created is it from the 90s or early 2000s like i mean it's angel fire it doesn't have to be i feel like it has to be i feel like it has to be but wow i mean i both admire and am a little horrified by that person <laughs> i love it okay so the book we're back to Nora feverishly writing her story in 1900. She's like, I have to read or I have to write it before they come for me. And I was like, come for you. You've been writing this book the whole damn time and you could have been getting away from people who are coming from you. Yeah. Obviously, this was corrected at the end of the book. But for most of the book, I was like, stop writing and get out. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, but they also brought her food and So I, a part of me was like, it can't be that serious. Like if somebody came and brought you food, you know, they're not after you, Nora. I thought maybe it was like a, like a lynch mob, like pitchforks and, you know, Frankenstein or whatever. Oh, maybe this isn't the appropriate time to bring this up, but like once we realize (laughs) what she's doing, and how she, like, found the story out right before the fire and all that. Like, I doubt he, like, had time to tell her all this stuff so detailed. Yeah. I know. How does she know all of this? I doubt he knew all the details. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That's, I also have a point about that later, about, like, how does Daniel know all this? He knows shit that, like, Ezra didn't tell people. Like, he knows people, stuff that, like, Matthew didn't tell people. Uh, it's that fear, ma- dark magic, apparently. I guess. But he heard it from the maid who's not a fear, so how'd she know? Maybe she's a good, secretly. Mm-hmm. Good theory. I kind of thought she was a, secretly a good. Yeah. Or another one of the families that was, <clears throat> you know, connected but not. Another one of the, uh evil magic families from the Salem days. <laughs> right. Hmm. Or just like another family that was in Wickham that she just kind of followed them. Maybe. Also, where are the goods? They're maids for people, apparently. Yeah, but like, in, you know, Fear Street, there's always a like fears popping up still. And there's like Fear Street and Fear every Fear Woods and Fear Lake and blah, blah, blah. Where's all the good... 
blah, blah. I feel like the goods finally realized that all this curse nonsense was killing them and they should get the hell away from everything. Or maybe Nora really was the last good. He's what happened to Lucy? Uh, Lucy's mm. probably Nora's yeah, mom. Yeah. Right, right. That's, I guess that's how her dad knew all that shit. No, Lucy can't be her mom unless she was already married when she started working there. Which she could have been. She was only, like, she was young. Unless she first. never married. Yeah, but then if she never married, then she can't be Nora's mom because Nora's last name would be something different. Yeah. Right, right, right. That's what I'm saying, unless she never married. Well, that would be <coughs> very scandalous. Yeah. Well, maybe that's why, you know, she's a maid. Maybe, but then she had, but Nora has a dad. Yeah. Oh, yeah, true. Very Nora devoted has, dad. And his, and his last name's good, so. True. Who then apparently locked her up? Like, he knows what happened. Yeah. It's all very confusing. Yeah, we'll get there. I just, I jumped the gun. I just didn't understand how she knew all these details. Magic. Because I thought maybe her and Daniel were together for, like, a long time or something. Not, like, every other relationship in this book where it's like, we're in love! I just met you, and we're in love. Why? Every damn one is like, I, I saw her, I can't take my eyes off her, we're in love! We'll get married. Right now. Right now. We've known each other for how long? Two weeks. Maybe. No, always two weeks. <laughs> So we go to New Orleans <coughs> in 19, or 1845. Why is he in New Orleans? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's, Simon, if you want to avoid, like, magic and witches and ghosts, New Orleans is not the place to do that, you idiot. Since when does he want to, like, get away from that stuff, though? At the end of the last book, he was like, the only way to win is to be evil, or whatever it was he said. He was all about being evil. And now he's like, I haven't done anything. I can't use the, the I just power. carry you around with me. Like, dude, just be, be who you are. Be your true best evil self. Just do it. Well, I mean, he thought he was the bomb.com. He <laughs> really did. He really did. Like, before he used the evil. <laughs> like, I got, he's like, I'm it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's like, I'm attractive, I'm charming, people like me. I'm shit with money because I no longer have any of it. Right. Can't afford ruffle shirts anymore. Nope. But his dancing sure was going to impress her. I mean, yes. <laughs> That's what a girl like her is looking for, dancing. Not, yep. not money. True. So we're in New Orleans, and he's, like, outside of this mansion on, like, during Mardi Gras. There's, like, a party at this mansion. He must go because he's going to find a rich woman yeah, he's, to woo. He's looking. He's, <laughs> he's a gold digger. Yeah. He's, yeah. Definitely. And he spends, like, three pages talking about, like, how awesome he is and how everyone will love him. He even says, like, that he even thinks, like, maybe I shouldn't go, but then he's like, wait, I can't deprive people of my... <laughs> I cannot deprive the beautiful and wealthy young women of my company. Oh, my God. Oh my God, really, Simon? Really? Uh, you're not all that. You're really that's probably why I have a note that says, ugh, Simon, you're such a douche. <laughs> that's definitely why. <laughs> anyway. 
And he doesn't get to be, like, less of a douche either. No. Like, it doesn't no. care. But he doesn't go in there and impress me. It's not like he goes in there, <laughs> no one will talk to him. Like, he tries to talk to girls, they ignore him. Like, he, like where is this, oh, I'm so charming. Where is that? That's, like, he's totally deluded. He yeah. is. Oh. Yeah. I see no charming anything or so handsome anything. <laughs> Even, like, he thinks he's, like, so handsome, but then, like, when... Angelica and her cousin are talking in the corner or whatever. She's like, they're both like, oh, he's creepy. Yeah. They're not like, oh, he's so hot. Oh. Um. So he gets in there and he doesn't even take the free champagne. So whatever. What yeah, what was that about? I don't know. Is he like a teetotaler? Is he Maybe. afraid that if he has any alcohol, he's going to like fall off the wagon and kill everybody with his magic amulet? Maybe. Maybe. But it's like, it's free, dude. Take it. Free food, free drink, you take. He's not about it. He's not here for the snacks. I guess. Just for the ladies. Canapes. Um, I can't help but, like, think, I couldn't help but think about, like, all the stuff we learned when we were in New Orleans, Cassie. Yeah. And, like, trying to, like, see if R.L. Stein even did any research for this. Yeah. really go anywhere in New Orleans, though. Right. Well, at first I was thinking, well, they're all, like, running around, but then, like, I was thinking, like, yellow fever, but that came, <coughs> that was, like, a, that came later, like, the big outbreak. Yeah, no, the only historical research that R.L. Stein did is who the president was at the time. <laughs> yeah, and he made a point to, like, <laughs> throw in James K. Polk. Yeah. Like, okay, Bob. president, too. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> but he did have, like them running around in the streets a lot, like him hiding out in the street and all that. And the guy at the, I don't remember if it was the ghost tour guy or the pharmacy tour guy, but one of them told me that, like, nobody ever, like, walked around the streets or, like, hung out in the streets because, like, that's where they threw all their trash and, like, dead animals and dead people. And stuff. Yeah, it was, like, super gross. Right, like, nobody, oh, yeah. nobody went into the streets if they could help it. Oh, yeah, I mean, that was, that's, like, everywhere. They didn't have sewer systems but he didn't have any money so it was his only option yeah but he like never talked about like how gross it was yeah anything like yeah yeah, it like seemed like it was just and everybody was coming in the front door and like they said nobody ever came in the front door in new orleans because they always they went through the gardens because that's where like all the flowers were to make it smell better and yeah but they needed the gardens to be uh empty so she could go out there i guess yeah True. Yeah. So he could accost her. Yeah. So he's at this party and he's doing a line dance and he... Okay, but not like hoedown line Right, right, right. Like, like uh, Jane Austen line yeah. dance. Right. They talk about doing the waltz or whatever. But it's evil. Yep. That's the other historical thing that R.L. Stein researched. The fact that the waltz was a dance that people were scandalized by. Okay, but I still don't think that they called it evil. Like, immoral, maybe. But evil, come on. I liked Angelica. I loved Angelica in this first part. Me too. Yeah. So when I, like- I was reading this, I, I'm reading it and I'm like, did I forget what Angelica's like? Like, did I remember her wrong? Because I don't remember this little girl. 
Yeah. And then there's the big turn, and I was like, yes! Angelica is exactly who I thought she was. Um, I'm so excited. Yeah, I didn't remember. But I was just like, this first part, I'm like, I like this girl. She's funny. Yeah, I liked her at first. I was like, thank God she's, like, not into it. Yeah, she always had the perfect comeback for Mm -hmm. everything. Like, I I liked her. She was kind of catty. Yeah. She was bitchy. Yeah. And she was totally into it, but only on her own terms. But then he, he basically outs himself because he's like, I don't know who this girl is. And they're like, you don't know who the invitation yeah. is, right? The girl who's throwing the party is, like, why are you here? And then he gets thrown out. So after he gets thrown out. He creeps back in. Through the garden. Yep. Well, she has to dance with her two suitors. Right. And they both sound awful. Yeah. Hamilton and James. Yeah. And they are so boring. Yeah. One's a ginger though. That doesn't make him less boring. Okay. He's oh. Was he the one that talked about politics too? Yeah. And like <laughs> it's not like they were having a conversation. He just talked at her about politics. Yeah. Well, that sounds historically accurate. That sounds contemporarily accurate. <laughs> so they leave, everyone leaves, and she goes out into the garden, and there's Simon creeping up on her. He's definitely a creeper. Mm-hmm. And they have, like, a little talk where she's basically like, I'm going to marry you. She's like, get the fuck out <laughs> No. <laughs> like, get away from me, you creeper. Okay, now he's, and then, okay, after Simon, like, leaves, because she's, like... Because she tells him to get the hell yeah, away from her. exactly. Uh, he, like, wanders around the streets, and he ends up in, like, a bad neighborhood, and he's, like, getting mugged. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's when he decides to use the pendant. Well, he doesn't just, but he doesn't really. Like, the guy says he wants the pendant. Um, and he goes in, like, he's obviously not going to give it up, so he, like, scratches the guy with it or something? He just, like, pushes it onto his face. Yeah. Yeah. And then the guy, like, dies gruesomely, which was amazing. Yeah. He melts, basically. Yeah, like, his skin starts burning, and then blisters come, and they pop open, and then, like, all of his skin just, like, falls off his bones. Because R.L. Stein loves describing people melting. Yeah, he Well, does. he's so good at it, I don't see why you should stop. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take more melting any day. Um, I also, at this point, I was so confused because Simon's talking about the pendant and, like, the powers of the pendant and how Aggie told him all about the pendant and how it works. And when? When did she do that? I don't remember her explaining the power of the pendant. All she kept doing is repeating fire, fire, fire. (laughs) Like Beavis? Yeah. (laughs) Maybe he went back after. Yeah. She didn't die, did she? I don't think so. Like, and, and I don't think so. So maybe before he left Wickham, like, he met back up with her. Maybe. Get some more info on the evils. But also, like, the, the power of this pendant still, like, there is no structure to it. It yeah. does what it wants. Like, 
since when does pressing it against a person's skin make them it melt off like does it kill people does it protect people do you have to say a word like Arl Stein, this is how magical systems work. They have rules. There are clear guidelines to it. You can't just use it in whatever purpose you want. That's not how it works, Bob. That's I need structure, me. Bob. Maybe, okay, so maybe if you wear the pendant, then the pendant like becomes attached to you. And if you feel threatened, it feels threatened. Do you know what I mean? So it's going to protect you. Or maybe it, maybe it becomes whatever you need it to be. But that's not a structure. That's like, there needs to be some sort of explanation. Like it can't just do whatever you want it to do. That's not. Yeah, that's what you say. That's not, I mean, that's so fucking lazy writing though. Like that's just like, you know, oh look, a car showed up up because I need a ride somewhere like add structure and rules and limitations Wait, I don't like it I'm the, I, I don't like it for the record why doesn't he use it to get like a carriage to show up when he needs it that's what I'd be using it for apparently you can use it however you want so yeah yeah I'd be using it for teleportation agreed I feel like they use it for really boring shit yeah they do they do not deserve the power of this amulet. No, they really don't. Even if they're going to use it for evil, I could come up with some, such better evilness. So many better <laughs> things. Oh my god. So, anyways, the face melts, and then um, he basically is like, "Okay, now that I've like killed this guy, I know what <laughs> to do. I need to kill everybody. All bets are off. I killed one guy. Yeah." <laughs> He hums happily to himself as he walks away. Yeah. What? You just saw a guy's face and I'll talk. Now you're humming happily like you're fucked up. Yeah. A totally different Simon Fear from the last book. Yeah. Like, this Simon Fear doesn't give a fuck. No. He lost his damn mind. <laughs> he or definitely did. Maybe he finally found who he's truly supposed to be. Maybe. So then, um... Then he kills everybody. Well, then he decides he's going to use the magic to win over Angelica, which is right. gross. Except not really. He just uses it to kill off everybody else around her. I guess. But still, that's real gross. Oh, real but, gross. Oh, it was, I mean, like, I'm, the way that it, it twisted around, I was more okay with. But these couple chapters, I was, oh my God, so, so creeped out. Don't do that. That's your PSA. Don't use magic to win over women, please. Mm. If, if you're listening and you have magic, <laughs> use your powers for evil, not for love. Yeah, and not like <laughs> using your power to win over a woman by killing off anybody else she's interested in. Like, no, don't do that. No, definitely don't do that. She's still not going to be interested in you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in this case, I mean, in this case, she was. But, yeah, in real life, no. So, um, so Simon kills all of the competition, which, thank God, because they were boring. Well, it's mm -hmm. two weeks later, okay? <laughs> Don't forget. It's two weeks later. <laughs> and they're at the opera. Okay. And 
he, Simon makes James like jump over the balcony to his death. Right. While Angela, Angelica, and well, Eliza like be, watch. be mean girls. Yeah. Everybody. <laughs> like he's like, I will win her heart by traumatizing her for the rest of her life. Right. <laughs> like, dude. So then, I think it's two weeks later. It's probably two weeks it's later. It's probably two weeks later. And then, um... The other one dies. Yeah, the other <laughs> one dies, like, a lot more gruesomely. Yeah. I really loved that death scene. Like, oh, man. I knew, I knew what was happening, so it had a lot of tension that, like, you know, Simon was killing the dude. Uh-huh. Um, and then he goes through the water wheel and the body snaps in half and oh my god it was amazing at some point they said something about bones crunching and i was yeah yes bones should always crunch oh yeah yeah i could perfectly picture it just like going through the water wheel and as the wheels turning the body just snapping and oh man it was good these books are definitely rated R for gore. Yeah. <laughs> In the best way possible. Bob is really good at explaining how people die gruesomely. Yeah. I'll give him that. It's what he's best at. So he dies and then, you know, Simon's like, oh, I'm like here for you. Yeah. He yeah. Comes, he comes to, uh, to comfort Mm-hmm. And her father's like, well, he wants her to go abroad and travel instead of getting married now. And she's like, oh, yeah, yeah, maybe. And then her dad goes up to, like, go to bed, and then Simon comes in, and she's like, I'm just going to marry you. For the record, yeah. her options were marry Simon or go to Europe and travel. Yeah. What the hell is wrong with her? Yeah, well, she made the wrong decision, for sure. No, I would do that, too. Why? What? You know what the traveling situation was like back then? Like, you would be on a boat for months. So? I like boats. Not those kind of boats. It would be much better than marrying Simon Fear? Yeah. Simon Fear. I mean, okay, but I don't think those were her only options. They seem to be her only options. So she makes the wrong choice and chooses to marry Simon Fear because that was her plan all along. And also, big reveal, Simon didn't kill those guys. Well, first Simon's like, I killed them. Yeah, and I'm like, why are you telling her? Oh right. my god. Like, you finally got her to say, I want to marry you. And then, and then you decide immediately after that, you're going to say, by the way, I killed everybody because so that you would sit, you would I loved, have no choice but to marry me. I loved you so much, I murdered everybody else. Yeah. yeah. He thought, that doesn't say serial and I'm like, killer. Why are you telling her this, like, and ha- expecting her not to be like, bye, like, run out of the room. <laughs> but she doesn't. She's like, ha ha ha. Yeah. You right. He's, she, like, basically pats him on the head and like, oh, oh, you. <laughs> she's like, <"That's laughs> yeah. She's like, oh, you, thinking you did this stuff. <laughs> I did this stuff. Yeah, she was like, no, bitch. <laughs> it was all me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I cheered when I read this. I did at my desk at work. <laughs> it was so exciting. It was, too. It was a really good twist. It was so good. It was a good twist. So then he's, she's like, but my father will never allow it. And he's like, and he's like, well, I already, like, killed your father. So. Right? 
And she's so excited about she's it. She's like, yay, let's toast. And then they drink and it's really blood. Blood. Because they're vampires now? I'm so because Why is it blood? Is it that guy? I was like, once again, we are in New Orleans. They are drinking blood. Is it blood mixed with absinthe? It is. It's that guy's, st- like, this is stolen stash from that guy. Yeah. I forget his name, but, you know, the vampire guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's ridiculous and it annoys me. <laughs> like, where did that blood even come from? And what if her dad had poured that into his, like, wine glass and was like, what the hell is in my wine? And why, if you're not a vampire, why are you wanting to drink blood? That's disgusting. Agreed. Like, just the smell of blood is disgusting. So, like, I can't imagine it tastes good. Well. Yeah. Oh, no. I mean, why with the blood, though? Like, why couldn't they just have cheers and been like, ha, 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 like, we're, they, we're so evil? Why did they have to cheers with blood to make it even more evil? And I, it just didn't make sense. I no. didn't like that part. No, me neither. That could have been cut. Yeah, I agree. So we're back to Nora. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Scratchy, scratchy. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> arm hurts. Eating food. Sink's running low. At this point, I was like, I'd be way more interested in Nora if we actually got her story. Like, I don't care about Nora writing. I want to learn about Nora and Daniel. Mm -hmm. Well, look at you. Aren't you prophetic? Yeah. Which I'm glad we did because it would have been really fucking annoying if we didn't get any of Nora's actual perspective. Yeah, that would have sucked. All that time with Nora and nothing. But before we get there, now we're in the <laughs> side, people. We're here. Finally. Years later. Finally. They went from New Orleans to Ohio. Yeah, why? What the fuck? I have a friend that did that in the opposite. She yes, was- because that's the correct way to do it. <laughs> yeah. She maybe went to Tulane. Oh, wait, maybe now. But, like, back then, New Orleans Even was, more. No, back then, New Orleans was, like, not a good place. Yeah, and Shadyside, or Ohio, was, like, not a place. Yeah, I know, but it wasn't, like, they had all the, like, the illnesses. Like, 7,000 people died in one summer in New Orleans. Yeah, but everywhere had illnesses. They didn't have antibiotics. Yeah, but they didn't have outbreaks. Like, not every place had outbreaks. Like, cities, but they're, this is, like, yeah, this is much safer. Safer and boring. Well, yeah, but. No, thanks. I don't know. I actually have a theory as to why they left, but we'll get to it later. We can get to it later. So anyways, it's 20 years later, and they had four kids or five kids? Five. One, two, three boys and two girls. Yeah, two older girls and three younger boys. Yeah. And they're... They're in Jadyside, and they live in a mansion. Living a boring life. Mostly using their magic to influence, like, local politics. Yeah. And being not very nice to their mousy brunette. Yeah, Simon's mean to her. They're all mean to her. They're like, she's just not, she's not as beautiful. What's she gonna do? All she wants to do is make pottery. Just let her make some fucking pottery, man. I know. Poor Abigail. It was Abigail, right? It was Laura? Julia. 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 I kept getting that mixed up. Abigail Abigail. died like hundreds of years ago. There's no Laura. Oh. (laughs) 
<laughs> there never was a Laura, and Abigail's been dead for a hundred and fifty. Yes, exactly. So we, basically, she's so mousy we can't even remember her name. Her name is Julia. And Hannah. Yeah, Hannah. Hannah's the gold star best one. Yeah, <laughs> the blonde, attractive one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and Angelica has gone a little bit crazy. I think probably from boredom. To. Uh, just or all her spell crafting. Which she probably does because she's bored as hell. Probably. She grew up in New Orleans and now she's in Podunk, Ohio. And she's like, oh God. In the woods yeah. living in Ohio. Yeah, they're not even in town. No. I don't think she would be there if she didn't want to be there, though. Because I think she run that. That's true, which... Again, I don't think either of them are there because they want to be there. Okay, yeah, because, I mean, I don't think she's going, I don't think Simon's just like, well, that's it, that's that, we're going to Ohio, and she, it's her money, you know, because it says that yeah. they oh, yeah. the house with her family's money, of course, and, you know, and all the money they gained yeah. from Black Magic. Oh, yeah. no. And she's, she's the one who killed all the people. She's definitely head of that house. Yeah. Yeah. They do what she wants. Maybe he did something to make her go crazy so he could be head of the household. And then Maybe. it was all downhill from there. Maybe. And, okay, he he turned from, like, arrogant, like, I'm all that, to, like, dickhead. Did he not? Like, he got mean. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. He was mean to his kids. He's, like, mean to his wife. No, thank you. So. No. I'm not on Team Simon. No. I don't think I was ever on Team Simon. <laughs> I wasn't either, but... So they're, what does it start with? They're like, he's planning a dinner party. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's got like this guest list. And they're the, the library, which is cool. Yeah. Well, so yeah. is there a fear library? I don't know. So um, there's a new maid. Her name's Lucy. And she's like breaking bowls and she's clumsy and spilling like, soup and yeah, spilling and like, hot soup on people. Yeah, and, like, Hannah is the, like, favorite, and since Angelica's, like, a shut-in, like, she has to take over the duties of hostess, Hostess, but, like, Julia thinks it should be her job because she's the oldest, but her dad's like, uh, no, you're not pretty. (laughs) You're not doing that. She's also very shy. Right. So he sticks her by the old dude who doesn't talk. Yeah, the deaf mayor. Right. Like, shouldn't that be the guy that, like, they're trying to get on their side? Maybe he's already on their side. Maybe. Maybe they won him over with black magic, and he's not actually deaf. Hmm. Yeah, why are they've they, just... Why are they bothering with this? Just, like, force people to do what you want. Right. Like, why go to so much trouble? Right. Which is my theory that, like, the mayor's probably not actually deaf, They've charmed him so he can only listen to what they want. Ooh, I like it. So then they found the, the, the old maid finds out the new maid is really a good. And she's like, oh, you can't tell anybody about that. Which, right. by the way, surprising no one. <laughs> obviously, she was going to be a good. Yeah. I knew somebody was a good, but I couldn't remember who. So then, uh, after the party's over, Hannah and Julia meet up in their secret room. I want a secret room. Like secret room, yay! It yeah. Had a secret door. It was off the kitchen. It was just theirs. It was amazing. Yeah. 
This is my favorite part because I wanted that room. Me too. I was like, this is why I like books like this when like I was growing up. They always had like a secret. I'm like, oh, when I build my own house, I'm having secret passageways and like secret rooms. I want a secret room and I don't have eventually. One. Is there anywhere you could put a secret room in your house? Um, maybe. You should look into it. I know. <laughs> I think that should be a goal of yes. every cool person. Everyone. Every person. I'm not good about keeping secrets though. You can just you can just tell the people who deserve to know. Mm. So they have a discussion in the uh, room about Lucy. Yeah. Because what was her name again? Julia was her name. Julia. Yeah. Okay. Julia thinks she's doing this stuff on purpose. Like she broke her bowl and she burned her arm and and she smiled about it. Yeah. And uh, Hannah's like, uh-huh, uh-huh, I'm not listening to you, uh-huh, uh-huh, sure, uh-huh, let's go to bed. But then Hannah goes to bed. And she, uh, finds a snake. She's like, is bed. something moving in my bed? Oh, I'm too tired to deal with it. What? I'm never too tired to with something not supposed to be in my bed in my bed. Agreed. <laughs> there will never be a time where I will be too tired to worry about. Something moving in Who is too tired for that? I don't know. That's like that's like the girl from Sunburn who was like with the leeches or whatever. Who's oh, like, yeah. I can't feel. I'm too tired. <laughs> <laughs> I'm too tired. Oh, I forgot about her. Maybe they're related. <laughs> but anyways, it's a snake and it's like obviously a mean one. Um, and this actually pisses me off because there that snake would not that, that that snake would not just like immediately attack her unless she like rolled on it and hurt it like it's too big for food and it's warm and she's warm so it i don't see why that snake wouldn't curl up next to her that's what my snake does <laughs> oh no this thing was a cobra it's not a cobra they're in ohio <laughs> it like reared up they're in ohio it was it's like, up and like, it was like a garter. It was like a garter snake. <laughs> I know. It was like six inches long. <laughs> it was, but it's like they, she described it like a cobra. She's ridiculous. It made me so mad. So, anyways, they're like, it must have been the boys. And then they're and then she's like, and father punished them. And I'm like, well shit, this is 1900. I know how he punished them. Oh no. Damn it, Damn it those poor kids they didn't even do anything. So then the next night, they're, like, playing, and there's a dog, and I'm like, no, no dog. I know! Oh, god damn it, Bob. And he knew it was coming. He knew it was coming. He makes little white dog, little white fluffy dogs. Like, yappy ones. Yeah, like, they're always little white terriers. Yeah. And this one seems fluffy. I think maybe he doesn't uh, like terriers. No. Because he's always, like, gotta kill a dog, gotta make it a terrier. No, I hope he doesn't have dogs. No. <sighs> I don't think he kills his own dogs. Yeah, but that's not nice. I <laughs> been okay, so I also, I have a theory about the, the pets and the animals being killed. Mm -hmm. That, you know how there, there's always so many dead animals and, like, dead animals always ending up in people's lockers and, like, yeah. you know, it's a thing. I think that's connected to the curse. Like, the animals keep dying around the fears, and it's because of the curse, and that's why it continues. 
pets in present day and there's still so many dead animals that it, it's just like a, a weird offshoot of the the fear like good curse people. yeah Ooh, i like it i feel like eventually shady said in his books should get to a point where they're like walking through the woods and they hear no animals and no in, no insects <laughs> yeah. like like all there's just like nothing there because nothing can survive yeah <laughs> the apocalypse comes to shady yeah. side. <laughs> like, do you ever read one of those horror movies where it's like, or horror yeah. books where it's like, it's like weirding them out that there's yeah. like, like bug noises or they're any birds like, right, or whatever? They're always yep. like, listen, do you hear that? And then they're like, I don't hear anything. And they're like, exactly. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's what Shady said. You'd be like, no. Shady sides, yeah, Shady sides probably like that all the time. Or Fear Street definitely is. Like, there is no sound of animals besides the random howl on Fear yeah. Street. And what's his name's dog? Voltaire? Yeah, Voltaire. I mean, I know Voltaire is probably like an evil zombie dog anyway, but still. <laughs> He's still there. He's the howl. He's the howl. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyways, what's her face? Hannah is getting ready for dinner, and she like sticks her shoe in her or her foot in her shoe, and it's like there's a piece of glass in it. Yeah, yeah. cuts the shit out of her. Yeah, and she's like, maybe Lucy is trying to like hurt us, but they don't say anything about it. No, because that would be smart. Uh, so then the next day, or maybe it's two weeks later, I they're going I, on a picnic. Yeah, I feel like it's later. It is. Oh, her foot's healed. So yeah. yeah, it's later. It's two weeks later. They're on a picnic because they're like, it's Indian summer or whatever. And, and so they, they take the dog. And they take the boys, like it's all the siblings. Yeah. And they have like a picnic basket that Lucy put together. And the boys run off, and the girls are just saying, they're like, well, let's just eat our meat pies, whatever that is. And meat, that's like a British thing. What is it? It's like a meat pie. It's like a, I, th- like I feel like pie? it's like a, yeah, or like no, a. No, it's like an empanada. Yeah, it's like a moon pie. Like like a hand pie, but with meat. Yeah. No. You say hand pie? Yeah. That sounds to me like, you know, did you ever watch the episode of Friends where Rachel makes that trifle? And yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, is that what this is? Because no. pie doesn't, it's supposed to have meat in it. You've never heard of, like, shepherd's pie? Yeah, I guess. Shepherd's but pie. no, these are, like, they're, like, individual things, I assume. Mm-hmm. Like an empanada. Yeah, that's what I was assuming. I don't like it. <laughs> But anyway. I will never make you eat a meat pie, I Thank promise. You. Thank you. I will. <laughs> I'm the better friend. Meat pie is delicious. No, I like meat pie too, don't get me wrong. You guys don't eat meat pie, come on. I do. I mean, eating meat pie all the time. Yes. Somebody else makes it. Shepherd's pie. I, I eat shepherd's pie. Shepherd's pie is really good. I eat good. shepherd's pie all the time. But also, my friend, who's French-Canadian, makes a real... <laughs> Basically what they are. Yes. That's totally what it is, but okay. without cheese. They're like Hot Pockets. Yeah. But before Hot Pockets. <laughs> okay. Well, fine. If it's a Hot Pocket, I'll eat it. Uh, so they're like, let's eat our meat pies without the boys. And then, like, Fluff comes over and... Sh- One of them feeds it to him. It must mm-hmm. be Hannah, because... Yeah, I think it was Hannah. 
Yeah, and then, like, she gives him a piece, and he just, like, immediately dies, which, like, holy shit. Like, yeah, what did she put holy, in that pie? Holy potent poison. Did she put yeah. it or something? Like, cyanide? Did they have bleach back then? It had to have been, like, cyanide, because nothing works that fast. Does cyanide work that fast? Yeah. Doesn't cyanide smell like almonds? Yeah, Isn't but that Fluff wouldn't know. No, I know. I'm just making sure I know. Oh, I have my poison. Oh, I have correct. no idea. No, I have no idea. Mm-hmm. I don't think it does have a smell. No, I think cyanide's the one that smells like almonds. Because that's why women would put it in, like, their husband's, I think like, that's arsenic. Oh, maybe it is arsenic. Cyanide, like, works instantly. Unless it's, like, a really low dose. It's, like, nothing. This is giving me all sorts of weird science stuff I don't understand. I know, you're totally on the watch list now. <laughs> Especially because I'm right now clicking on cyanide poisoning. Oh, look at me. <laughs> Stop it. Hi, NSA. How you doing? <laughs> um, you have cardiac arrest. Early is headache, dizziness, fast rate, heart rate, shortness of breath, vomiting. Then later is seizures, slow heart rate, low blood pressure, loss of consciousness, and cardiac arrest. Usual onset is a few minutes, but it takes a little longer to die. Okay. Yeah, but it's, like, pretty swiftly, like, <clears throat> the onset. Yeah, the, the onset is almost immediate. Yeah. Anyway, Fluffy dies. Yeah, and... Poor Fluff. They're like, Lucy made the lunch, and she must have did it. So they all go, like, running out of the woods, and... It's just her, it's just the girls, right? Like, yeah. Like, aren't even there yet. No, the boys are off doing whatever. Whatever boys do? No, 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 <laughs> wait, uh... Meat pies, Lucy, poor poison. Yeah, it's 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 just the girls, okay. and that because they go back later to get the boys. Oh, okay. Well, or Hannah runs to the house, and uh, Julia stays to get the boys and go home. Yeah, yeah, because so, she's not there when Hannah gets back. Right. right. So Hannah runs into the like older maid lady. And she's like, Lucy, like, poison the dog. And Lucy's like, I did not. Yeah. And then she's like. Mrs. McKenzie. Yeah. She's like, uh, Julia made the lunch. And she wouldn't let, like, Lucy anywhere near the kitchen. So then. There's that revelation. Yeah. Where she's, where she's like, like, Hannah was trying to kill me. No, Julie. Julia. <laughs> Julia was trying to kill me. Which. My own sister. Classic Bob. How did I not see this coming? I didn't see it coming. Sulking, unpopular sibling tries to kill the attractive, cool sibling. Like, that is classic Bob. What are the rules of living in Shadyside? (laughs) They will try to murder you. True. At this point, I made a list of five things that R.L. Stein is good at. Do you really? Good at writing. Do you want to hear my list? Yes. yes. One, describing corpses. Agreed. Two, killing pets. Yes. Three, super creepy dudes. <laughs> yeah. Four. That might be not on purpose. Right. Four, sibling rivalries. Yup. Five cliffhangers. Oh, I don't know. I don't know if he's good. good at those. Or like really badly good. Yeah. He uses them a lot. 
well, he's good at writing them. I didn't say they're good cliffhangers. I said he's good at writing cliffhangers. Oh. So then Hannah runs out and Julia's like just coming out of the woods or whatever and she's like, you did this. You put the snake in my bed and all the crap. And Wait, before, before we move on and talk about this, I just want to go back to my top five list because if you guys are listening to this, Tell me what your top five list for R.L. Stein is. Like, what do you think are the five things that he does well? What does he write well? Hit us up on Twitter. Yeah, I want to know. At Fear Street Podcast. And tell us your top five R.L. Stein good at writing list. <laughs> we did not think of this until just now. Oh. <laughs> Obviously. But seriously, I want to know, what do you think he's good at? Yeah. I need to think of this over, too. Yeah. Okay. So, anyways, Julia runs out of the house, and she's like, you did this. Or Hannah does. And Julia's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, she gives it up. <laughs> I know. Like, she doesn't yep. even, why doesn't she just be like, nah, it was the main. She, yeah. like, she doesn't care. She's lost all shits. She's right. like, nah, it was me. Yeah. Let me like, tell you now. I want you to bleed. I want you to die. I'm like, damn, girl. So she's like choking, she just like attacks Hannah and starts choking her. And she like basically chokes her out, but like she's still alive. Right. And she kind of just like plays dead. And then she stands back up and she's like, wait, you're alive? <laughs> and then Julia like lunges at her again, but Hannah grabs a shovel and just like whacks her on the head. And then just like assumes she's dead. Yeah, again. Well, they, they both are just, like, assuming everyone's dead. Yeah. Yeah. There was no is CPR. Dog, is the dog really dead, or? <laughs> right. question. Is he just running around in the woods now? Yeah, that's what I didn't understand if, like, these two girls are just super hard to kill, or they're just bad at trying to kill each other. I feel like they don't understand what the difference between living and dead is. <laughs> they don't know how to check. True. So she just, like, dumps her in this, like, handy uh, coffin that's just laying there with a dead body in it. They foreshadowed it. I mean, <laughs> barely. Two pages earlier, they mentioned there was an open grave. Okay. <laughs> Whose grave was it? Why was he being buried in their backyard? It was the, the gardener. Because uh, apparently, when you have a family plot, you also bury your servants there as if they didn't have other family. Okay. Like, why was he being buried in the fear family plot? I don't know. Was it even the family plot? Or yeah, was it like just, like, backyard. in the woods? Because no, they live in the middle of the woods. Yeah, but it's on their property. It's, like, literally right out of the door. Like, she runs out of the door and finds her. And I feel mm. like she said something about a family plot. So, she just, like, dumps her in there. <laughs> and then, like... She doesn't dump her. She, like, forces her in. Yeah. Like, the description of her getting her dead sister on top of this bloated body. Yeah. The casket yeah. is really sick and amazing. See, the bloated body, that's what I picture, like, bobbing up and down. <laughs> it was in a casket. Yeah, but it's still purple, bloated, gross. I think he had an O fear. <laughs> so anyways, um, he, like, she, like, shoves her in. Yeah, it literally says, I shoved her in. Yeah. And then, uh, they bury the dude. With, with her, her arm sticking out. 
I think she gets the arm in. Eventually. Eventually, yeah. But I thought she said, it, like, as they were lowering the body, the she, arm was still, like... No, she was just imagining it. Like, oh, okay. Her in her head, like, oh, I remember the arm, the arm, you know? She was having uh, post-traumatic flashbacks. Yeah. Oh, okay. The time she murdered her sister. Oh, as one does. Yeah. And then she just, like, goes back to the house, and everyone's like, where's Julia? <laughs> She's like, mm, huh? I don't know. I'll help you find the guy, though. Yeah, where is she? I wonder. I'll look upstairs. <laughs> so Simon goes out to, like, check outside, and um, he hears, like, this is a vision, right? I this is, like, a hallucination, like, a magical. Yeah, like, she wasn't, like, alive one second and then dead the next, right? Right. Like, because he, he, he thinks he hears a voice. And howling. Could you hear that? I don't know. Just says he hears someone crying from the new grave. And he just assumes it's Julia. And he starts digging it up. And when he opens the lid, she's dead. Wasn't this, like, were they still burying people with bells because Probably. they were, you know, not actually dead? Maybe. Maybe. So why was she, why were, was the gardener not buried with the bell? But she was, I don't know, but she was alive. She was buried alive. Right. She so was. Clawing at the coffin lid or whatever. Which honestly, like, was not uncommon. Like I said, they used to bury people with bells because they would get sick and people would think they would be dead, but they weren't actually dead. So when did would, they start embalming people? I don't know. I mean, it definitely, I mean, I, they, they embalm people in Stocking Jack the Ripper, so. Well, then they were probably embalming people here, but in such a small town, though. Right. Probably there wasn't an undertaker. Doubtful. It would have been, like, the local doctor. I'm no doctor, but I feel like I can tell if someone's dead or alive. <laughs> like, I just feel like, good. these girls are stupid. But, I mean, in general, you said people got buried alive a lot. Like, why? Not a lot, but comas. When people are in really deep comas, sometimes you can't, like, it's hard to tell if they're breathing or not. You can't like, listen for heartbeat? No, because there's heartbeats slow. But, I mean, like, wouldn't their eyes be... They're not responsive. Well, it's, yeah, it's all, it was also a lot of, like, plague-related stuff, like, like yellow fever and that kind of stuff and the doctors would wear like full masks mm -hmm. so they really didn't have a lot of the, those perceptive capabilities that you think because you know they couldn't they couldn't really get that close so a lot a lot of people that they thought were dead from plagues or any sort of um, pandemic type thing, sometimes they would survive and be buried alive. Weird. I feel like if you just wait an hour or two, like you'll know by if their body temperature is cold. Right. I feel like that's also another reason why they tend to have like viewings or probably historically that led to what we do where you wait a few days before burying someone rather than being like well they're dead dig a hole throw them in well, yeah i mean that's what awake is right right see if they wake up right exactly so but yeah i just don't feel like it's that hard that's just me 
Maybe it is. I'm not a doctor. Google is not letting me be morbid. <laughs> I, is they, are they censoring you? Well, they're not giving me what I want. I want to know if you can hear someone screaming from six feet under <laughs> oh the ground. Oh my god, you're sick. <laughs> is it feasible that he could have heard her scream? <laughs> I feel like NSA just put a block on your, yeah, your Google. They <laughs> They're like, mm, no. <laughs> so anyway. They just passed me off to the FBI. The NSA doesn't have time to follow around. <laughs> Can you hear the scream six feet under? What? <laughs> Please don't murder anybody because you're totally getting caught. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to take one look at your Google searches and be like, you did it. Right. And these episodes will be used as evidence for. They'll play them in the trial. <laughs> yeah. Famous. None of us can ever kill anybody. No. Podcast out there. No. Okay. So I missed where we were at because I was too busy, like, so busy Googling. He, she's buried alive. He found her or whatever. Buried oh, alive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, who did this? And then he realizes, I don't know how. Oh, he runs in and tries to find the maid and he like. Instead, he, like, sees the list of, like, names. Like, Let me stop to read this list. Yeah. But and, what, I, what I don't understand at this point is why he's so horrified and angry about the daughter he hated so being buried alive. I find, I find it interesting that he's a bit complex here because he was even looking for her before he knew she was, like, buried alive. Like, he sounded concerned. I feel like he loved her. He's just a dick. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Like, right. I mean, like, he didn't want her dead, but he also didn't want her hostessing his parties. He just wanted her to be a completely different person than what she was actually like. Right. But he didn't, like, he still cared if she lived or died. Right. That makes sense. Well, I guess he's not a horrible father. Yes, he is. Yeah, like he is. his father. <laughs> I'm sorry. Loving your children and not wanting them to die is literally the bare minimum. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, people have done less. True. They're not even meeting the bare minimum. <laughs> so he sees Lucy Good's name on the like list, and he's like, no. <laughs> and look, it's a no. Yeah. Yeah. no. <laughs> is this the first one? Is this the only one? I don't know, but it's the first one I've noticed. I, I think it might have been the only one. Yeah, there's just like there's a couple chapters that end with, and then she started to scream. Right. But doesn't actually have her saying no. I agree. I think but I mean, that... I assume that's what she was doing when he said she started to scream. I assumed it was a no. It's just not on the page. Yeah, exactly. I think that's a good assumption, though. So Simon is the only one that specifically screams no. It's not a girl. So he's like, I must find this good that, like, infiltrated my house. And he, like, runs in. And grabs his antique sword yeah. and starts stabbing. It's not, the well, it's not antique because it's from the war, the war. Yeah, it's antique now, not then. Yeah. Oh, yeah, true. <laughs> and then he starts stabbing the first person he sees. Which he thought was, like, Lucy, but it was really Hannah. Really? He's like, there's a person, gonna stab it. There's a woman, gonna stab it. Stick her with my sword. <laughs> oh, that's wrong. And they're like, Lucy resigned this afternoon. You just killed your daughter because you're dumb. Yeah. This is the point where I thought 100% Simon lost his damn mind. Like, if he had one to begin with, 
he completely lost it. And even still at this point, I thought, like, even if he was killing Lucy, I was thinking, once again, a fear kills a good for no reason. 100%, I'm with Michelle, hashtag team good. Yes. Like, if Simon was killing Lucy... Because as, like, you know, as the reader, you know that it wasn't Lucy who killed Julia. So he's, a good is being killed for no reason. So. The goods in this book actually did nothing. Literally nothing. In this whole series, yes, they did stuff like. Couple of times. In retaliation for some things. And in the second book, they instigated the whole thing. <laughs> but, like, in this book, they did li- nothing. Not one, not a damn thing. Yeah. They were just, like, they just happened to be there. And that was it. Because she didn't put the glass in the shoe. She didn't do it. Right. Lucy didn't do anything except be clumsy. Right. Yeah. She broke a bowl. Oh. Right. She spilled some soup. Yeah. She was just trying to make some money to survive. Right? Yeah. And then... And then she meets a nice shop owner... I guess. Or I guess she, no, I'm going to say her husband comes into some money and opens a shop and they have Nora. No, because she's a good. Yeah. It has to be her brother. This is why we need a good family tree. Right. Someone right. make me a good family tree. Bob, you can do it. What else do you have going on right now? I mean, he Did does I? have new fear streets. <laughs> Plus True. Bumps, plus, like, <laughs> movies, and, yeah. like, oh, he's kind of busy, actually. <laughs> but other than that, other than that, what are you doing? It'll take him an hour. Just, like, a grandfather. An hour? He doesn't remember any of these characters. Come Listen, on. he will just write whatever he feels like. He probably doesn't even remember their names. And Probably. He scoffed at us when we said, like, writing, like, recurring characters. He was like, ha, ha, ha. No. I don't know those people. <laughs> right? <laughs> Who is Corky Corcoran? <laughs> so, and then Angelica turns into that, what was Matthew's wife's name? Or what was the one? Oh, yeah. The girl who was, like, kept saying that person's name over and over again because his head exploded. Um. It wasn't, it was a sister. Mary. It was Mary. Yeah. She was like, but, like, Benjamin, I forget his name. I don't remember his name. Yeah. She kept saying his name over and over again. Yeah. And now Angelica's like, Simon, 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 Simon. Why does she say his name so many times? I think she doesn't know what else to say because he literally <laughs> stabbed <laughs> their daughter through the Yeah. Home. She doesn't even know the other one's dead yet. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, what the fuck? Damn. Jeremy. She's like, Jeremy. Jeremy. Yeah. That's what it was. Uh, mm-hmm. And then I think we skipped to 1900, right? Yeah, we're back to... We're not. Oh, we we're don't. Not. We don't, pause. We're back to... Ni- we're we're just back to her. Yeah, right? we're up to 1900, but we're, uh... Nora's story, finally. Yeah. Nora's not scribbling away yet. Not yet. Instead, a handsome young man steps off the is that what they said? I mean, they need, he needed a cab. And then uh, he gets into like a horse-drawn carriage and asks him to take him to the Fear Mansion to see his grandparents. 
And the guy's like, yeah, you know that place is cursed, right? Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, just take me there. Yeah. These silly villagers. He's here to go to his grandfather's 75th birthday party. Yeah, Simon lived a long life. I was kind of hoping he would die violently at some point. I don't know. I kind of like the idea that he just wasted away into nothing. Um, except that he didn't. He was burned alive. Well, he wasted (laughs) away into just enough to burn. (laughs) So apparently, uh, Daniel, this kid's name's Daniel, uh, his dad was Joseph, I believe. Yeah, the youngest. Yeah, and he's, like, the only one who got away. He, like, moved to Boston. They sent him away to school, but also, like, Simon's really pissed that he didn't come back. Like, why did you send him away to school if it wasn't to get him away from all of that? Well, maybe that's just what, maybe that's what Joseph told Daniel. Like, I don't think that Simon ever confirmed that he sent him off to school. All right, maybe not. So maybe he just said, oh, yes, my dad sent me off. And he just ran away. Yeah. He was just, like... Uh, like in the middle of the night, just fucking fled. That's what the other dude did, right? With his son, and then he was never seen from again. Right. He just like walked into the woods. Right. Yeah, and maybe like he got bit by a mutated wolf. <laughs> yeah. A, a rodent of unusual size. Right. Yeah. A dirt. Wait, what was it? A hamster or something? Yeah. What? Remember that thing that like bit open the cans? Yep. In the woods. In that cult book. Oh, oh right, I forgot about that. Like it was missing. Like a hamster or something. Oh. <laughs> that happened. So um he gets to the mansion and like his grandparents are whacked. They yeah. Just- yeah. They're the only ones left. Them and the maid. Simon's gotten meaner. If it, you thought that wasn't possible, you would have been wrong, because Simon is a complete dick now. Yeah. Like, not a very warm welcome, Daniel. Like, it's no wonder that everyone in the town hates them. Like, they're complete assholes. Like, Angelica is God knows what. She's totally lost her mind. Simon is a total asshole. Yeah, like, why did he stay? Daniel? I don't know. I would have stayed like one night, and the next night I would have went back to the train station and went home. Well, the next day he goes into town and then falls desperately in love with Nora. So he stayed for Nora, I guess. Right, right, right. Yeah, but before that, he gives him the, the, whatever, what's it called? Amulet. Amulet, yeah. Simon gives him the amulet. Which I like didn't buy that from his character. I wouldn't think he's given that up. Why did he give him the amulet? I don't know. He's just like... Do you think he knew what was going to happen at his birthday? Maybe. Maybe. Or maybe he was just like sick of all the responsibility. He was like, somebody else take this. Maybe. <clears throat> he said, now you, now you are here, Daniel. You are here to carry on my work. Let me not explain it to you, but just give just you this weird ass necklace. Yeah. Yeah. Yourself. Well, that's like how the fears pass their magic down. They're, they're just like, look at this creepy necklace. Also, figure it out. Yeah, uh-huh. I'm not going to tell you about any of this, and then I'm going to die horribly. 
Go see old Aggie. She'll right. tell you everything. She's actually probably not that far away, right? She's in Pennsylvania or, or Western Mass. Uh, I don't remember. No, I thought she was in Pennsylvania. No, Wickham. Where's Wickham? Oh, Massachusetts. Yeah. Oh, okay. But I bet she's sitting on her front porch on, like, a rocking chair, just, like, watching this all, being like, <laughs> you guys are dumbasses. Yep. So the next day he goes to the village and he sees a um, horseless carriage, <laughs> a.k.a. a car. <laughs> this newfangled thing. And... And then he goes to the general to the store, store. And he falls in love at first sight. Oh, that's what they do. <laughs> I gotta say, as much as it, like, the insta love was strong, they were kind of cute. Like, I didn't hate it. I liked Nora. She had a comeback for, like, everything. I liked Nora a lot. I thought, I thought she was we pretty We didn't funny. get to know her. But in those, like, few... Where they're like bantering or whatever. I liked the banter. Yeah, I thought they were. It's like they a page convers- I don't know where you're getting this from. There was like one page of talking. He said, like, like when they meet. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know your name. Like when he, he's like cider would be wonderful. She's like it is good. I don't know if it would be if it's wonderful. And then they keep talking. I mean, okay, it's... And can you tell me of some interesting places I should see? And she's like, in Shadyside? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I don't know. I mean, I guess in the world of R.L. Stein, that's like... Foreplay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's like a big lead-in. But to me, I'm like, who? What? We don't know her. You don't know her. I don't hmm. know. I mean, you don't know any of them. At least, like, with Angelica, we got to go on, like, she went on dates with other guys. We got to, like, see who she was like this is like all we know about okay her. but like Jolie- they went on dates yeah, Jolie and Hannah please I think Nora and Daniel went on dates they went for walks and they they, they did stuff together yeah yeah when they try where they try not to murder each other right I know but we don't get to see them that much. like we didn't get to go with them I don't know I, I still, I still we went them. on at least one yeah one Listen, that is progress. So anyways, they go on their one date, and then he kisses her, and then she gets home, and her dad's like, oh, oh no. Oh, hell no. Yeah. And I like how her dad is described as every other character in a Fear Street book. Totally normal, but with a crazy violent temper. Uh, that's how all people are, didn't you know? Right. That's how everyone in Shane side is that's for damn sure he had slicked down black hair and a black pencil mustache okay. <laughs> he was obviously evil and a pointed nose true true <laughs> you're right evil. true but he would also explode with rage and lose control okay yeah that's everybody right that's what i'm saying yeah, that's everybody you're right so uh is this where he locks her up well he's just like you won't marry and well, first he talks. He tells her about the girls being killed and said that their bones were removed. Right? Yeah. Like, what? Did that really happen? I bet that I bet Angelica did that afterwards. Yeah, for a ritual of some kind. Definitely. Maybe. Or is it just like you know the story that went down the line about like you know to? I don't know. I think it could go either way. 
Yeah. Yeah, it could have been a story like a tall tale, or it could have yeah, been like right. what happened. I don't know. I guess we'll never know. So he like locks her in, basically. Like hammers, like shutters the doors with boards and stuff. And then Simon goes snooping around the house back Daniel. in the mansion. And here's the <laughs> hidden room. He's yes. It. This was. This is like my dream come true. A hidden room in a library. Like, I want to go to there. I want to own there. Yeah. Um, and in it, he finds the Fear Family Bible, which I didn't realize they still had. Mm -hmm. Dates back to uh, Matthew and Benjamin. Yep. And he spends some time looking at the family tree in it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then the maid is like, you know, I could actually tell you what happened because apparently I know everything. Right? How does she know all this? Like, she knows things that Ezra didn't even know. New, new theory. New theory. What if she's what? Aggie? Oh. oh, maybe. That's my new theory. The maid is actually Aggie. That would make sense. Yeah. She's Aggie new things. Yeah. 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 Or she's Aggie's daughter or something. I think she's Aggie in disguise. Aggie yeah. Doesn't die. No. It's true. Aggie is forever. <laughs> so the, and then she tells us about Sarah Fear. Which, I know. Which, why do we not get a Sarah Fear perspective? I'm so mad at this. I'm so mad. I want to learn about Sarah Fear because she's the one with the ancient evil from Cheerleaders. There's gotta be a book. There's gotta be. Other sagas has to have Sarah Fear. I mean, she's on the family tree. Yeah. Because I remember reading about her. That's why I I was looking on Goodreads to see the new saga to see if there was stuff about Sarah, but there's a whole series of saga books. One of them has to be about Sarah. Fair. It's gotta be. Oh, uh, have- it's called The Awakening Evil. Oh man, the Fear Street Sagas number 10. Oh my god, oh, you think it's that long? Yes, it came out in 1997. Oh my god, the Fear Street sagas go, it's, I'm looking at that, 17, there are 17 Fear Street sagas. Oh yeah, they go on forever. Yeah. Can we change our October book and read this one? I need a break. <laughs> I, need a, I need a saga break. All right, fine. We could do Summer O Saga next year. We could do Summer O Saga for the next, like, Five years. Yeah. <laughs> true, true. There but are... then we would be able to read like the beach books. Agreed. Yeah. All right. So um the maid, aka Aggie Forever, tells uh not Simon, Daniel, all about the fears and the curse. And then she tells him that um Maybe he and Nora should get married because that might break the curse. I mean, it's totally worked before. Nora. No. Well, no one ever got married. But I don't understand where this idea even came from. That wasn't part of the original curse. No. The curse was just we hate each other. Yeah. But it does make sense because, you know, the, the 
rivalry started because homeboy wanted to marry what's her name sure sure like so, i get it susanna uh, and edward i think so yeah susanna and edward like were a thing and they wanted to marry each other like i get it yeah like, again how do they know that that would break the curse the only thing that they've ever been told is that the family will end in fire. Right. That's so, the, the only part of the curse that's a thing. And the fears aren't... Right. Yeah. Which also makes sense symbolically, right? Oh, because Susanna was burned alive. So, you know, the fears have to be burned. It makes sense. No, no, but it does make sense. It... But, it both things have a lot of symmetry, but... It just annoys me that it was never, like, an actual part of the thing. And yeah, they, yeah, they no. decided it. Yeah. So... I'm just going through all the sagas. All the sagas. <laughs> yes, and I really want to read that Sarah Fear one. That sounds great. Yeah, me too. Also, I'm very intrigued by a new fear because... What? When did Daniel and Nora have a child? They were only married for less than a day. Yeah. An hour. <laughs> well, you know, before they went to Simon's birthday party, uh, they consummated. So. Yep, they got it on. Well, okay. good for them. So, where were we? Uh, Daniel's, about, Daniel's like, I'm gonna marry Nora. Okay. And then he goes back, and he's trying to find her, but the general store's boarded up. And he's like, what the hell? And Nora is in, locked in her room screaming at him to look up and it takes him forever. Yeah, I don't get that part. But eventually he does and he breaks her out and he tells her. He like breaks the window but doesn't. Yeah, I don't know what he <laughs> did there. It was like the, the, the glass fell out but didn't break. How? And why? Why don't you just have him break the glass? I, I'm trying to picture it. There's no picture in it. I don't know. She cried out as the glass fell into her room and landed flat at her feet without shattering. How? <laughs> it's in a window. <laughs> That's not how it works. Either you, either the glass fell out and it broke, or it didn't fall out and didn't break. If it did fall out and didn't break, that's the shittiest window ever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's really poorly constructed. Like, wouldn't it have fallen out then when he was hammering nails into the panes? You would think. To like put the boards over it? Well, the magic window. <laughs> Daniel. Yeah. And she's like, I love you. And he's like, I love you. And then they're like, let's get married and like break the curse. Break the curse. Which also had me thinking that like maybe it's not an actual curse. This like proves what you had said last time, Mia, about like it's not an actual curse. They're just like fucking up each other's lives so they're technically breaking the curse by being like whatever we're just not gonna kill each other your your family we'll just get married live happily ever after right. and it'll be cool the curse like, is that they're all terrible people yeah right but the goods aren't involved in this book so why are they still thinking there's a curse with the goods there isn't the goods should have stayed the hell yeah, away from if, them if the fears are just the ones who are cursed the goods were never cursed. No. The goods don't need to marry anybody to, like, break anything. 
Okay. The fears are the ones who need to get their shit together. The it's good never gonna happen. stay out of it and they're fine. Because, <laughs> like, True. every time the good stay away from the fears, they're completely fine. But when the fears stay away from the goods, they're still fucked. Yeah. True. But a lot of that being fucked is of their own doing. Right. Because they're they right. right. So, like, <laughs> they just need to get their own shit together yeah. and leave the, like, the good thing to just be like, they don't need to help them. Agreed. But Nora doesn't know that, and instead she marries Daniel. Yeah. And instead of rings, he gives her the necklace? The amulet, yeah. Dude. No. That's not romantic. That's a creepy evil magic amulet. (laughs) What is wrong with you? Yeah. And you even know it's a creepy evil magic amulet. Why are you still wearing it? I don't know. So then they go back to the fear mansion for the party. To tell them that they got married, and there's it, nobody there. It doesn't go well. No, no. badly. Very. Angelica's because Simon greeting. and Angelica have lost their damn minds. Angelica's greeting her invisible guests. Yep. And Simon is like, I don't know what he's doing. He's just. I feel like he's waiting for what happens to happen. Like, because they, um, Daniel says he's, like, sitting forward in his chair, like, anticipating something, like, looking at the door, waiting for guests to come. I think Simon knows what's going to happen. I think he's, like, ready for it. He's, like, anticipating it. Maybe. It's one of my theories. So they bring out this huge cake with, like, 75 candles on it, and... It, and before he can blow them out, like, this Daniel's is... like, me and Nora got married. <laughs> and so I'm, I imagine, like, in a romantic comedy, like, there's a piece of cake on the, like, cake thing, and he just goes and flings it and goes, what? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and cake just goes flying. <laughs> so he, like, stands up and falls into the cake and, like, everything, and, like, the, the house just, like, torches. Right, like, from the birthday candle. That escalated so quickly. Yeah. What is that rug made out of? Lighter fluid? Yeah. (laughs) Maybe Simon doused it in lighter fluid. Oh, wait, maybe. Before the the fire, uh, Simon says, Oh, no. It's just Simon. (laughs) (laughs) No. Again, then the cake. And then it's like a rug catches fire, and then it's like a wall of like fire between her and Daniel instantly. Right. Like what? And then she sees like everyone who's died in the like ever. Yeah. In the last three hundred years. Yeah, the goods mm-hmm. and the fears. <clears throat> Was it both? Yeah, because she sees yeah. Goods head explode. Oh right, right, right. And, and she sees Susanna. In she the sees beginning. Abigail floating. <laughs> yep. Floated over, floating overhead. I thought that scene was pretty good. Yeah, it was. I liked it. And then she, like, runs out with her hands over her ears because she can't take the noise, like, the sound of everyone screaming and whatever. And then... Yeah, she just left in there. Yeah. yeah. I can't get to you. Sorry. See ya. <laughs> Which, I don't know. There's fire. I'm running. No, no, I agree. I'd have okay. been out of there. Yeah. There's fire and ghosts. I'm out of here. More for the fire. And then it's like the epilogue. That's where we're at, right? 
She runs out. That's the end. Uh, yeah, she runs out and it's over. We go back to Nora. Writing <laughs> ink, ink dry. Yeah, she's done. She finishes it. And then... Oh, this is so... Like, is this not <laughs> so frustrating? Okay, wait. Yeah. Question. She started writing this the same night of the fire, right? That's what she said, yeah. What did they do? Commit her in the first 10 minutes? They must have. Because she is, in case you didn't know, in an insane asylum. Literally the same night that the fire happens. They were just like, oh, you survived. Must be crazy. Let's take you to the crazy house. Well, she was probably like, I saw, like, people in there. Yeah. She was in the fire! Yeah, well, they don't... Her, her dad is... You know how Shadyside is? And her dad knows what's going on! Yeah, but you know how Shadyside is. Why doesn't she use the amulet to get out? She has it. Because it's evil. And unlike the fears, she knows that and doesn't use it. Well, after they do this with that stuff she wrote on um, I would fucking use it. What did she expect <laughs> she was it to them? Yeah, I am. So the nurses come in. And they tell her she's got to go see the doctor. And she takes her, like, manuscript, and she shoves it in their hands, and she's like, you have to show them. They have to know the truth. They have to know the evil. And then they just throw it in the fire. And then they throw it in the fire. Because Which, why would there be a fire in a crazy person? That is a good question. Yeah. Who just came out of a fire? Very good question. <laughs> also, but smoke inhalation, anybody? Yeah. Like, how could she even breathe? But there is a fire, and they, I mean, that, that just frustrated me to no end. I just read this whole damn thing that she wrote, and we kept going back and forth with her, writing furiously, and her hand hurting, and blah, 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 and then they just burn it without even anyone even seeing it. That frustrated me. Yeah. I thought it was going to be at the end, like, it was going to go, like, she was going to put it somewhere so that, like, the next generation could, could find, find it. it or something. Yeah. No. It it's gone. all for nothing. It's gone. We read this whole book for nothing. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> right. Or speaking of books, that old trope about how it gets published and then, you know, we're like, this is the book she wrote. Oh. That's not going to happen because the book she wrote is burnt. Yeah. Yeah. So then they're like, come with us and just forget about all that stuff. And then they're like, since the mansion's gone... Did you hear what they're going to do? Which they, what, they decide that in the day? Apparently. <laughs> they're going to build a road and put new, like, lovely houses on it. Well, not that lovely. And guess <laughs> what are going to call it? Anybody? Fair Street. Anybody have a guess what they're going to call it? I have no ideas. So I can't even, I can't even think <laughs> They're going to call it Fear Street. No. <laughs> the end. Yeah. Okay, but Just here's not. here's my question. So the mansion is gone, but no. the mansion is referenced. Did they mean like like gone, like like it, it burned down and it's you know a constantly smoking mess? <laughs> they must have because that's what it is. Or is that a different mansion, like the one that's referenced in the first book, or? Or, you know, that one that's constantly talked about. Is that not the original Fear Mansion? No, that's the original. That's the original. 
Okay, but they said the mansion is gone. It's not gone. Well, it's a burning husk forever. Well, I don't think that people <laughs> in an insane asylum can say that there's a fire that won't go out because then they're going to get committed to. <laughs> I feel like they consider the mansion gone because it's just like ruins. Right. So he's living on that, you know, on the land. So they're going to use the land to build a road to be the first subdevelopment in all of America apparently <clears throat> um my other question is she's yelling about like the evil the evil is still alive what evil the, the curse you didn't destroy the curse yeah, by marrying but again that was not technically how you broke the curse but she thinks it is so why does she think that the evil's not done because right. came and killed her husband after but, they were married. But also, she was told they were told that the family will end in fire. Wasn't that breaking the curse? The house burned down. The yep. family died in the fire. Shouldn't there, that break the curse? There are still fears. Yeah, because like, does he like he never said if he had siblings or not. And his, and his dad is, is still, still alive, alive, and we don't know what happened to Brandon. And also, spoiler right. alert, there will be actual fears that Shadyside High eventually. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so, we don't And know. my theory that everyone's related to the, all the gingers are related to the fears. Also, Lucy, good, ginger, they could also be related to the goods, and that's why... The curse keeps going because there are still goods and fears, and they're all gingers. All of us gingers, we're all cursed. It's true. It is. Sorry. Eh, my hair's more auburn. <laughs> <clears throat> so, what did we think about the saga overall as a trilogy? Um, I really enjoyed it. But also, I'm ready to get back to, air quotes, present day Shadyside. What about you, Cassie? What'd you think? Um, I thought it was good. I definitely think that it gets worse as it goes on. Uh, I, I think it just gets messy. Like, the first book was way more self-contained, and it's more specific, like, you know, Matthew, Benjamin, Susanna, good, like the kind of original fears and goods. And then as you build out the family, it gets complicated and messy. So um, I think in from a storytelling perspective, the first book is the best. But I did like learning about the history of the Fear family and Shady Side and Fear Street. So that was cool. What about you, Michelle? I, yeah, I liked it. I thought it was, I did think the first book was the best, but like, I think like after he did the first book, it was just like, okay, I'm going to introduce characters and I got to figure out ways to kill characters. And that's just what it was from there on out. He had to get to like end game, but he had to go through a lineage to get there and he had to make it bloody so I just think it was just like he put a lot of thought into the beginning and a lot of thought into the ending and then everything in between just kind of got like muddled 
<clears throat> I would agree with that. And I don't know why we like went to like all these different places. Like, why did we go to like Western PA, then back to Massachusetts, then to like New Orleans? New Orleans. Yeah, that was just like a wrench in the. Like what? He could have found. Yeah. Like he could have met Angelica in like Virginia or something. Yeah, or like in Massachusetts. Uh, yeah, I don't understand why he jumped around everywhere. I think he just wanted to like write about New Orleans. Probably. Maybe he was planning on putting like. Maybe I thought it was more believable that, like, there would be some random other evil chick there if it was New Orleans. Fair. Fair. Um, did anybody else really want to read more about Simon and Angelica being young, young and childless and evil together? Yeah. Like, I wanted that to be the I know. book. When I skipped ahead 20 years, I was like, no! I was so bad! I want to see what you guys... Get up to in your, in your young, frisky days. Now what are you going to do? You killed her dad? You killed all her suitors? Now what? What's going to happen? Yeah, so what was your theory about why they left New Orleans? Oh, so I have a theory that they were like, I don't remember their names. What are the names? Of, what's the name of that woman who was like a serial killer in uh, New Orleans? Finnos. What? Finn knows. He just told you. Oh. Um, <laughs> um, I, I know who you're talking. No. Oh, then the other uh, one? The La, La, oh my god, what is it? La Lorie? Yeah, La Lorie. That's yeah. it. So I feel like they were like the La Lorie of this universe and they got found out and they had to get. Like they were yeah. like, if we stay, they're gonna hang us. We need to get our asses out of here because we have been sacrificing people and torturing people and now the game's over it was either that's that, a good theory so it, i feel like it's either that or marie laveau was like dude you're getting in on my business get out yeah <laughs> that, i think that seems logical because this is the that's the height i mean not the height of uh marie laveau's voodoo queen dumb but um she was definitely very active at the time like the height of her her power was in the 1860s um because i was actually looking this up to see because when they said new orleans i got really excited i was like oh shit we're gonna see some voodoo queens but we <laughs> didn't so i believe that that angelica was you know honing in on Marie Laveau's turf and maybe he was originally planning on putting some voodoo in and that's why he like said it there but then maybe act an actual editor worked on these books and was like no dude like you did not research this well enough we cannot have this here god I hope that's what happened <laughs> he was like you saw what one movie with voodoo in it you <laughs> <laughs> and now you're having like your fear characters right. voodoo. like no like, no we're not doing this no. So maybe that's what happened. And then he was just like, well, hell, I'll just keep it set there. It's already written. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> I like it. So that's that's my theory about them. It's um, a good theory. Yeah. Because that is, like, literally what LaLaurie did. Like, she had to flee. Like, she didn't yeah. get caught. Like, she didn't no, get they like, left. Yeah, they left. Yeah. They came back, but they left. For yeah. A while. Her and her husband were like, mm, where did they go back to? Didn't they go back to France? Yeah. 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 And her body was never found. They think 
that she's buried in the the cemetery there but they don't know for sure so yeah she's kind of the worst yeah like the worst of the worst like serial killers wish they were that bad (laughs) sorry she really grosses me out no yeah she's awful um what other theories do i have are we on the theory oh no we have to do counts okay theories so I have three capes slash cloaks and ten deaths. Is, does anyone else count deaths? And one murder dog. Two. Aww. Four, five. Because you got the two suitors yeah. plus mm-hmm. the like plus thief mm-hmm. in the beginning. I was about the thief. Yeah, the thief. The plus th- the dad. The dad. Yep. Plus then you go to. 1900 or whatever or the 20 years later yeah and you have the sisters two sisters seven and then at the end you have uh simon angelica and daniel daniel in the maid oh in the maid right i assume she burned up too right i mean she was there so yeah okay so that was 10 right yeah okay yep and one murder done is that the highest damn i think it might be do we have anything else Let's see what the other. Um, what was the highest? The secret was seven. The betrayal was six. So yeah, ten. Ten deaths. So this one went out with a bang. This was yeah. at this point he was like, I don't give any more fucks. Everybody's dying. All right. Any other counts? Um. I don't know. Oh wait, we have Fear Street. We have Park Drive. Oh, really? Yeah, and the Kanananananoka River. <laughs> <laughs> they were, it was mentioned, which has been mentioned before. Mm-hmm. So, that's it. All right. I had fashions. Yeah, like you the, didn't do fashions. Uh, the ruffled shirts. <laughs> and I was wondering if the only kind of dress that R.L. Stein knows about are three-tiered hoop skirts. <laughs> Probably. That's like what everyone wore. Were hoop skirts a thing? Like, in every... Like, he skipped 20 years. Fashions do not stay the same. No. For two decades. In the first book and in... I mean, in the first, like, New Orleans part and in the Shadyside part, they wore three-tiered hoop skirts. That seems like lazy fighting, Stein. And then... Oh, and she put a ribbon around her neck? I was like, uh, wait, are we crossing, like... Are we crossing, like, folklore here? (laughs) you don't ever put a ribbon around your neck unless your head passes it needs to hold your head on were you like is her head gonna fall off it was a red ribbon (laughs) what was gonna fall off amazing (laughs) the whole time you were like is it gonna fall off is it is it well i was (laughs) i was hoping that she was gonna be like when he had the sword i'm like maybe he's just gonna like slice her head off clean that would have been awesome that would have been much better Does anybody have any theories other than me? No, but I like your theory. I yeah, I I've had a few. I'm definitely the wait. The uh, maid is definitely Aggie. Yeah. yeah, that's good. And Simon and Angelica were ran out of New Orleans for some reason. Quite possibly both of the options I gave up you. Yeah, my my 
my theory is well i mean it further proofs that i think there's further proof that the curse continues because all the redheads are descendants of fears and goods but my new theory is that the reason so many animals end up dying and being sacrificed is because it's an offshoot of the curse and my last theory is one that i am surprised cassie did not have nora is the first resident of uh, Arkham. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I did have that. I did have, I did think that as, you know, we were talking about Nora being in the asylum. I was like, oh shit, is this Arkham? Is this the first? This is the beginning. This is the, the addition of Arkham to Shady Side. This is it. So when the Fear Mansion, okay, so the street that they're building Fear Street, you know, mm-hmm. from, like, it, the mansion's at the end, right? Yeah. It's on the book. Okay. But did they own, did the Fears own all the land? I think Is that did. why it's cursed? Like, yeah. Or did the, like, because, like, you know, all of Fear Street's, like, cursed or whatever. Right. Like, did the curse just, like, extend their whole property? I think so. Okay. I think they, that, that's all considered, like, their home or whatever. Yeah. It's just the whole thing. That's why the woods are all creepy. The lake. And the lake. And the yeah. They owned a shit ton of property. And it, did Nora get all that money? That's a good question. She should have. Right. Because she's like, you know. She's the widow. Right. No, it would have gone to their son. It would have gone to Joseph. Oh, okay. Someone had to get some money. Or did Shady Side just be like, imminent domain. domain. (laughs) We're taking all of this now. It would have been so easy back then, too. Like, Joseph doesn't know. No. He's nowhere to be seen. He's in Massachusetts or something. Right, and he probably doesn't want to know. Yeah. Well, he probably wants to know about his dad, or about his uh, son. Well, I want to know what happened to the amulet. I as well. Nora has it. Yeah, but, like, don't you think they took it off of her? You know, like, you're not allowed to have True, true. Well, we have to read the Fear Street sagas to find out. I wonder if they gave it to her dad, and then her dad gives it to the child she has. Is that what it says? That they had a kid in one of the books? Yeah, the first book in the Fear Street sagas is apparently the child of Nora and Daniel. What? Nora and Daniel hooked in the curse, but on their wedding day, horrible fires at Simmington. The child of Nora and Daniel, a new fear. What? No. She's pregnant. She is not. That, She's I pregnant. call bullshit. They ran right from the church to the. To nope. The- they stopped on the side of the road. No. <laughs> this is stupid. They were like, they're like, you know that spot we go near the lake? Let's hit it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you have to consummate the marriage to break the curse. But they didn't break But the- they didn't break the curse, apparently. <laughs> Maybe they did it wrong. <laughs> All right, what are our ratings? Before this gets bad enough, we can't put it up online. <laughs> Um, so I'm going to give it three out of five secret rooms. Nice. I'm giving it three and a half out of five birthday corpses. Okay. I'm going to give it three out of five goblets of blood. Ooh, I like it. Oh, good one. Any last thoughts? Any? Going once, going twice? (laughs) What else are you guys up to? Uh, Somebody, anybody? 
I'm reading Campfire by Sean Sorrells, and it's it's pretty good so far. Yeah. It, like, tells a story of these people that are camping, like, a family, big family, like, reunion type, like, camping thing, and then, like, they decide to tell scary stories around the fire, so each chapter after is, like, a different story, and they're good stories. Like, oh, that's cool. Yeah. Like, there's a bear in a tutu, but, like, watching... Oh, I know what I'm watching. I'm watching Sharp Objects. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah? How is it? Yeah. Uh, I don't like that you can't binge it, because it's, like, one episode a week. Oh. But I couldn't wait. I just started watching it. So me and okay. my dad watch it every week together. This one's your favorite of hers, right? It's my favorite. It's her first book she wrote, and it was my favorite book of the three. What do you think? It's really, like, directed very, it's strange. Like, it's just, it's hard to follow. It's really hard to follow. I like it. I do. I like the actors. I, I like the feel of it, but it's just like, it's very like, it, it, it's like, it, it, it's like you're in her head and she's like, it's like constantly flashing between like different images and they're not explaining any of them. Like, it's like this one girl that died, she had like spiders. So then like, she'll just be like walking and all of a sudden it's like flashing back to like her looking at this little, this girl's like creepy spiders, but for no reason. And then, like, a second later, she's, like, flashing back to when she was in a mental institution, and just, like, you just see a face of, like, her roommate. And then it's just, like, then, but it, it has nothing to do with what she's doing right now. It's just, like, very... If you didn't read the book, I don't know how you would understand it. Would you recommend it if you did read the book? Yes. Okay. But, I mean, I think, well, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm just, because I have read the book, but I'm just not, like... I read the book. Seeing it through somebody news eyes. I'm not good at that. So maybe you can follow it if you didn't read the book, but it's just, it's very weird. Cassie, have you read it? I have not. I've only read Gone Girl. Oh, Sharp Objects is really good. I didn't like it as much as Michelle did. I still liked it. One of my friends read it and she hated it. Really? Yeah. I think the self-harm stuff was... Oh, that didn't bother me. An yeah. issue for her. Certain characters not getting punched every time they open their mouths bothered me. Yeah, but that's certain certain things that she did while she was up like bothered me, but like not it just bothered me to the point where I was like, this girl's fucked up. Yeah. But it didn't like make me not like the book. The way there were some of the the way some of the interactions worked, I had a really hard time relating to it because I was like, who no, why? No, <laughs> no, nobody does that. Right. But um, but the story's really interesting, and um, I, the mystery's good, and it still it has that like uh, it still has that same like, gone girl fucked upness. Yeah. So. Yeah, I I thought it was cool, but I'm enjoying it. I just I wish I could just binge it though. Fair. I hate like can't binge things. Mm-hmm. How about you, Cassie? Um, well, right now I'm reading The Darkest Legacy by Alexander Bracken. It is... No. What? No. No. Uh, I thought that was part of The Darkest Minds. No, it's the... So The Darkest Legacy is the companion book that comes out tomorrow. Um, and it's set five years in the future. And the character, the main character in this one is one of the secondary characters from the original trilogy 
uh, and so it shows kind of it's it's interesting because so the darkest minds is about this kind of dystopian future where all the kids get this weird illness and the ones who a bunch of them die and then the ones who survive get supernatural powers and so then the government sends them to these camps to be detained basically because they have these powers and so this kind of shows what happens after the camp shut down and the government's disband and so it's a little bit of like kind of a like post-apocalyptic feel because it's it's more like what happens after the government is destroyed and like how do you rebuild and how do you kind of move on from what happened and so there's a lot of kind of arguing not arguing but like people who think that the camps were a good thing and then people who think that they they shouldn't have been so it's good it's interesting it's I, I don't won't like it as much as the main trilogy to be honest but i'm enjoying it <coughs> about watching um so i'm watching as i told you guys last night because i fell asleep watching it i'm watching will and grace the the new episodes oh the new one yeah so they're fun i i like I, i'm liking it it's i i like the way that it's it it's political but silly at the same time and there's a lot of like topical references and pop culture kind of stuff so it's fun um but i'm also watching season two of the magicians which i have been putting off for some reason i love the magician series and i liked the first season but for some reason i hadn't watched season two until now so it's good they changed a lot from the books though cool i haven't read the books and i tried to watch the first season and i don't know it just didn't click with me yeah I really like the books and I like one of my favorite things is it's it's the kind of series that I find that people either love it or hate it because it plays with the tropes a lot with fantasy and um, I really like it because it doesn't it like magic doesn't solve all their problems magic actually creates more problems for them and so it really kind of turns that idea on his head that like if you have magic then your life is going to be great and so uh, um, this season they're definitely like very blatantly saying like magic causes problems like the one episode the characters are actually talking about like how terrible magic is and how having it hasn't made their lives better <coughs> is that a Lev Grossman book yeah yep, um, yep. It's Love Grossman. I haven't read it or watched the series yet, but it looks like I've heard good things. I do want to do both yeah. things at some point in my life. I do not want to watch New Will and Grace because Deborah Messing's face scares me. <laughs> she is a scary-ass 
let's face it, it changes so much, like, every time. It's like, <laughs> one day I'm like, oh, gosh, that's pretty good. And the next day I'm like, whoa. Yeah. What's wrong with you? You're so, so weird. I don't want to have nightmares, so I will not be watching. Anyway, I am reading Hocus Pocus, the uh, sequel, which is, I don't know, I'm in the first, uh, It's called, what's it called? It's called Hocus Pocus and the all-new sequel. And the first half of it is uh, just them retelling the movie, which I'm perfectly okay with because I love that movie and I will read it just as much as I will watch it. But we'll see what happens after that. that yeah, I like, really like reading, which I usually don't like reading like the book adaptation, especially when it follows like so close because it really doesn't give like new info. But I like really liked it. I, Maybe it's because I just really like the movie. Yeah, you know, I am so. enjoying reading about it. Yeah. Like, I don't care if it's not giving any yeah. info. I'm just having. Yeah, I think it's just because I love the movie so much. Um, but I wish that the second. I kind of wish that they would have got like a more famous or like a more like seasoned author to write the second maybe. part because like all the little quirkiness thingies that were in the first part which was from the movie like didn't happen in the second like I don't know all these little cute little things that they say and do like it didn't happen in the Who second part this? the second part was just very forced for me do you know who the author is no like I looked it up but I never heard of her Cassie, are you even there Jantha. yeah I'm here oh, okay I'm looking up if Dever Messing is pregnant. <laughs> oh my god. I don't think she is. No, I don't think she is either. A.W. Jantha. Why am I searching Blair Witch? That's not Blair Witch. <laughs> I don't think she's written anything else. Yeah, like I wish, I kind of wish they would have just got a seasoned author to do it. Disney can definitely afford it. Right, yeah, and they definitely have a lot of seasoned authors in their, you know. Yeah, get Alexandra Bracken to write it. She's with Disney. Right. She's busy writing Darkest Minds books and Prosper Reading. Unless A.W. Jantha is like a pseudonym. Oh, maybe. Oh, maybe. It uh, does seem like a weird name. Yeah, yeah, but it just, it doesn't, it didn't read like it was a seasoned author, so I don't think it was. Um, anyway, I am reading that, and then I am watching, um, I'm catching up on a bunch of shows that I've kind of gotten behind on, so I'm, like, catching up on iZombie, and I'm catching up on, um, another zombie one that I totally just blinked on. What the fuck is that called? Z Nation. Um, and just, like, a lot of those, I'm... I have to catch up on uh, Killjoys, too, so I'm kind of trying to watch those. Just a bunch of shows that I haven't really had time for, mostly on sci-fi, and I'm trying to watch all of them at once. I'm trying to catch up on everything. I'm behind on everything. I'm behind on watching Life. shows, reading books, blogging. Talking to your friends. friends. Yeah, social <laughs> life. The only thing I've been doing is soccer. I'm caught up on soccer, in case you <laughs> Caught up on 10-year-old soccer yeah. drama. soccer team huh? with your kid on? Three. Oh, my God. You're Three. as bad as my aunt. Yeah. On the other hand, my cousin does have a full scholarship to college, so, you know, <laughs> it can work out in your favor. Yeah, I mean, I'm not. That's not why I'm doing it, but yeah. Why, then, do you have him on three soccer teams? 
because he likes to play soccer and it's like if, honestly like nowadays if your kids in competitive sports like if you want them to keep up they have to play year-round like they oh have to play God. all the time otherwise they get left behind in the dust and they're like is it okay like it's for fun but is it really fun if you're like struggling the whole time and everyone's right. like way ahead of you that's not fun so if everybody else would calm down I would calm down too <laughs> I'd gladly calm down but it's like you can't and I'm competitive in my heart like I don't want people to be better than me like, we know so <laughs> you know I don't want my kid to be left behind but he likes it if he didn't like it I wouldn't do it we'd do something we just Nothing. wouldn't do that right so I guess that's it for tonight. I hope you enjoyed visiting the history of the fears and the goods and finding out just really made Fear Street the cursed street. Um, next month we will be switching back to current, pretend there are air quotes, <laughs> a Fear Street where we are going to see what the cheerleading squad is up to since they've banished the, uh, the ancient evil. You think they've learned their lesson? Mm. No. Mm. Yeah, probably not. The second evil. We're watch going to be reading cheerleaders, second evil. I think I remember which one is evil in this one. I know which one's evil in this one. I think I do. I'll tell you after me. Don't tell me. I want to see if I'm going to read no. it. Right. Okay. I think you may have spoiled this one for me. Me? Yeah. I, I told you I'm not good at keeping secrets. <laughs> right. Well, also, I like spoilers, so. You like them? Yeah. Sometimes I like them. Sometimes I just want to see if I'm right, because I, I like being right as much as uh, Michelle likes winning. Mm. <laughs> I like being right a lot, too, though. I also like being right, and I, um, I don't like... What am I trying to say? I thought, so I like being right, but also I'm just as entertained by how they get there as opposed to the actual thing. Like I, I pick up, I pick up so many more details when I know what's, uh, what's like who the culprit is or like what's going to happen because then I, I pick up the like subtle little clues. So. I agree. Anyway, um, if you like the episode, remember to rate, review, follow us on all of the places where you can get podcasts. Follow us on Twitter at Fear Street Podcast and check out our blog at fearstreetpodcast.blogspot.com. I got it right. Woo! I'm very excited. Um, 15 episodes later. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> We will see you next time, and remember... You have been warned. Come to Fear Street, and you're dead. <laughs> <laughs>